eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast on a Monday. Al Dukes down the Jersey Shore. What's up, kid? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. I'm very excited for later on tonight. I'm going to watch part two of this Tiger Woods documentary. It aired last night. Yes, I saw a good portion of it. You did, even though the football game was on. I had trouble sleeping, so mm-hmm. I actually so I got HBO Max finally. All right. And I had trouble sleeping last night. I shouldn't say that. I fell asleep, but then woke up in the middle of the night. I was up about 1 o'clock, so I saw about an hour of it, of part two. You started it right at the start, or you or was on. I it was already it was ready. Airing. It was it was ready there. It was posted it was already. already. Yes. Okay, but you but you started it from the beginning of episode two. Yes, I saw. I already saw one. I saw one yesterday. All right. In the morning, I watched it, and then when I woke up, maybe it was one thirty, whatever time I got up this morning or last night, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I went downstairs and I watched. I had about an hour's worth of time. I watched the first hour of part two. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so, did you see the Rachel Yucatel part? Part of it. It looks like she's still going. I, that part is not so over it's yet. Interspersed throughout. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how much of Rachel you could because I, I got. Here's what I got to. I got to the phone call and car accident on Thanksgiving night. I got okay. to that. Oh, what a cliffhanger! So there was a lot with her leading into it. I don't know if her part is done yet. I don't think it is. Because now they're getting into the destruction of him, you know, uh, in the media and in the United States, basically. Was the Perkins waitress in it? Um, Not really. They have a video of her walking around and they have her voice for about 10 seconds. But I have not seen a sit down with her. Yeah. I think they probably would have teased that if they had her. Yeah, I didn't. They might, but so far I have not seen a sit down. No. Well, I'm looking very. I'm very excited for it's this, good. Jerry. I'm gonna watch it. To, I'll probably watch an hour tonight, and then I'll get sleepy, and I'll hop up watch another hour uh, tomorrow, and then here's, I'll be all caught up. Here's my takeaway from this so far, and I'm not saying it's not intriguing to watch. I'm not saying that it doesn't have me hooked, and that's. I, I guess I'm part of the problem. There is a part of me though watching it saying this is disgusting. Like, we actually put this to... Now, I know he did it to himself, so you deserve... You get what you deserve. I'm not saying you don't. I, I understand. But there's a part of me, like, 
we're profiting off of this guy's demise and just absolute character assassination of his dad, who I know wasn't the greatest guy. I'm aware. But I feel like all I've watched for three hours, is it right, hour and a half, uh, two and a half hours so far, I guess, or two hours, whatever it was, is just, it's brutal. I don't know. I, what do you think is the character assassination of his dad? I, it's, again, he was a bad guy, but I, I also feel like he did some good things, and I feel like the entire thing leads back to, you know, because of Earl Woods, Tiger was a, turned into a lunatic, basically. And that might be the case. I don't know. At some point, you got to take accountability for your own actions, though. They seem to be seem to be blaming that Earl Woods cheated on his wife, so then Tiger had this crazy life. Yeah, yeah. The whole I just I don't know. I I don't know. Like, there's a guy that's still out there named Tiger Woods with his kids, and this thing is out there. That yeah, just... I kind of think we're past it now, though. Like when I see Tiger Woods now with his kid golfing. Right, I but actually this, now this brings it back, though. It does bring it back. Yeah. That's my point. Right. We we had gotten past it. Like, he lived this life, and I can only imagine the state of, again, self-inflicted, but I can only imagine the state of depression he was in for not not weeks or months, but I would think for years, the way he ruined his life and what he had. And now here we go again. That's all. Do you still like when you see Marv Albert? Do you think of that his crazy story? I do with the with the man often. I do lingerie yes. and stuff. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do as well. Yep, and not that's different, obviously. Um, but yeah, I do. Yeah, how is that different? Well, wasn't see. I don't know the whole scope of the Marv Albert thing. Like I know the Tiger thing. Tiger was on the the back page of the Post for thirty something straight days. Right. Wasn't the Marv thing? And I don't know this. Wasn't it his girlfriend they were role-playing and he took it too far? Wasn't Evidently, that the yeah. Marv thing? Yeah, well, I think he was wearing, right. alleged to have wearing women's lingerie. Sure. No, I Which, get that. Listen, I've put on a nightgown before one time. Yes, you have. Hold on a second. My uh, headset just ripped out. I, I tell you, I've had enough of this remote crap. I just want to get back in the studio. Jesus. All right, <laughs> You're in we... the studio, Jerry. Yeah, no, I'm not. I might as well be home because I'm not in the studio. That's my argument, I would uh, say. You might as well be home. And I can't be because I need the computer system. You know what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, anyway, sorry. A little lapse there in judgment. Um, no, so I, I, always, I always took the Marv Albert thing that he was with his girlfriend. Things got a, went a little too far, and that's where the Tiger thing is. I mean, dozens of women and lying and cheating and being someone you're not. And it went on for years. Other than the Marv thing, and I don't know. I thought the Marv thing was a one-time thing. I got you. But I, yeah. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't know. I no but idea. fascinating nonetheless, Jerry, when we look at certain people, we think of the crazy stuff. It is fascinating. I mean, like I'm watching it too. And you saw part one, you know, weeks ago, and I finally just watched it yesterday morning. And it is amazing to look at when you have those camera shots that we see on TV when they talk to the media. All you really see is him and a couple of, you know, heads and a couple of microphones. When they give you that video coverage of a 17 or a 16-year-old kid or a 19-year-old Tiger Woods, and there are throngs of people that just want to get a piece of them. Like, Jesus Christ. Right. It really is something. And I, you know, you're making a hundred million dollars a year. You got to deal with that. But God, it's interesting. So I'll be watching that. I've also recently this weekend I got really into tracking my retirement. 
like when, like how much money, like I was trying to figure out how much money do you need to have in like, say a 401k? $8 million. To retire. Well, what do you want to, li- how much you want to live on per well, that's year? What I, that was all the stuff I was trying to figure out. See, I think it depends first and foremost, how far along are you on your mortgage payment on your beautiful condo? Is that, right. is that paid off? You can live on a lot less. Oh, I am not. That is not not paid off. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. But by the time you're right. 67, like I would think you got a 15-year mortgage knowing you the way I do. Uh, I actually did do a 30-year mortgage. Oh, okay. But in my head, I was like, oh, I'll pay it off. Uh, hopefully, we'll try to pay it off early. But I was I was thinking just just for math purposes, okay, just to do math purposes, uh, making it easier to do math. If you retire with one million dollars in your four hundred one k, okay, yeah, then you can, if the stock market gets, and your investments are getting say seven percent, then you're, you can take seventy thousand out of that without hurting your bottom line, right? Every year, right. What happens if it tanks? Well. As you get older, I guess you put it in. But that you're right. That's the thing. As you get older, you put it in more conservative things. So now you're not getting seven percent. Maybe you're getting five percent. I was going to say four percent. Right. But or you could have a year. Like I was looking at my from last year year to year date. My four hundred one k this past year did fourteen percent. That's pretty good. Because it's crazy uh, stock market. That's pretty good. Can't count on that though. That is very true. Also. The more money you have in your 401k, so as you get closer to retirement age, you make more money every year on it because you have more money in there, right? Right. So the difference between retiring at 60, if you could, and 65 is a huge difference because those five years that you're keeping your money in your 401k and still contributing to it, if you it's can. It's still growing. It's still, and it grows, it grows larger. Like, this is the thing that always bothered me, like, like, Early on in my career of saving in a 401k, it never looked like it was doing anything. Right. But, and it's only as you get older and older. As it starts compounding, as they yeah, say. Yeah, as it starts compounding, does it start. So then I understand people not wanting to retire. Yeah, because it's so fun was, to watch it go up and up and up. Yeah, so I was trying to do some math on it. I was on, uh, you know, different um, uh, investment calculators and things like, how much do you have in your four hundred one k? What percent do you think you could get? Uh, when what when are you hoping to retire? This is how much you'll put in, and by the time you retire, then it could be this. But you're right; it's like all such a crapshoot because of this freaking stock market. Correct. Can't trust it. Correct. It can be really, really good, and it can be really, really bad. But I did, for the first time, really start doing the math on it. So did you come to any conclusions? Uh, I, Are you announcing your retirement right now? I am not announcing my retirement. Okay. But I feel, here's here's the conclusion I came to. Because I'm always paranoid ever since I was young that I would lose my job and not be able to find a job, and then I would ha- run out of money. Right, sure. What I've concluded was, I'm 51 now. If I could get to 60, I'd be okay. Of course. Al, you'd be okay regardless because you're single, you're in shape, and you've got nothing holding you back. Yeah, but I still never I, I still never have that confidence. I know, but you should because at the end of the day, you could walk in anywhere and get a job. 
there's always a job available if you're willing to do it somewhere. Right. And the fact that you don't have kids and you're not married, Gina's there, but you're not married technically, so it's not like she's, if you wanted to, you could, not that you would, but you don't have the children. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, you that could is do, a... You could do anything you want, wherever you want, whenever you want, as opposed to, I mean, I suppose even with kids, if a job's a job and it's the difference between, you know, going broke or not, if I had to pick up and move and go somewhere, I guess we would. It's just a lot harder. When right. you know you got kids that have a life here now that you've helped them establish, not so easy, and it's also a lot more expensive. I can't just go take any job. I need a job that's going to pay enough money and pay enough of the bills, and certainly got to eat a lot more than one piece of chicken and a sweet potato every day. But I guess that's when that's how you figure it out, right? So you figure out what do you need to have in your savings that you can live on, that you can simplify life to live on the interest. Yeah, I've never really gone there. Yeah. Well, I yeah. just did it. I'm 51 years old. So. I look at it this way. At the end of the day, if anything ever happens, I'll claim bankruptcy. I'll pay my mortgage. i got somewhere to live. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just, can I tell you? I don't, I don't worry about it too much. I've got a pension that by the time I retire, if I don't get fired... Let's say I and I don't I don't plan on ever retiring to be honest with you because like right. I've told you I'll go work the paint department in, in Home Depot once I'm done here if I have to right sure I gotta stay busy um, if I worked here till I was 65 or so which is another 19 years but boy it comes and goes fast doesn't it it that, does that would mean I would have like 45 years in almost paying into a pension which I've been told will be enormous so I feel I've got that. By the time I get to 65, my house will be paid off. I've got that. Um, my wife's right. 401k turned into an IRA. We've got that. Um, so I look at it as we've got, plus I've got the real estate holdings we have from my friend's company. We've got that. I don't worry about it. It's, you know, I just hope that I keep my job right now. Right. But for those people not thinking about it, I think it's a good idea to think about it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to think about it. I'm. Uh, no, but just, you have thought about it, like based on what you, what you you have you you're you, what i'm saying is you've made plans even though you're still far away oh i suppose from that you're putting that things in motion things are in motion jerry yes i just haven't gone and tried to figure out what i need when i'll yeah. need it i haven't done any of that right, you're 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 far enough out that it's not a thought yet yeah but i'm not that much further out than you Correct. i'm only five years younger than you actually yeah. four and a half to be honest you're 51 right yeah, I'll be fifty-two in September. So I'll be forty-seven uh, in, in a month and a half. All right, yeah. So so five years. I'm not that far off from you, right? Ugh. Hmm. Yeah. Not great. And uh, did you? Are you signing up for this COVID vaccine? I already did. You went on that website where you? Because uh, I just did that as well. Yeah, I registered for it. I guess last week. I think I did, and I'm Group One C right now. They're taking care of One B. So I should be next phase. Did they, Oh, they sent you an email about it? Yeah, I got the confirmation email. It says, we will let you know when your time is up, but you are in group 1C. Yeah, I'm not even sure. I'm not sure if I want to get the the COVID vaccine, but I yeah, want but to be in the loop in case I want to get let's it. Let's put it this way. You can't. You don't have a decision Ooh, to make C. if you don't register. There, you're right, Jerry. I'm 1C also. Yeah. Phase 1C. So you can sit there and be like, hmm, should I get it? Am I not going to get it? Right. Maybe I will get it. If you don't register, here's what I know. You're not getting it. So you don't have an actual date. You're 1C and they they haven't started 1C people yet. Right. They went through 1A. They just went to 1B. We should mm -hmm. be next. Right. Yes. Hmm. Do right. you know which one you want? I don't even know if there's an option. 
uh, actually, I was reading, you do not get to pick. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So you show up, and it can be the Pfizer one or the Moderna one? Correct. And then I know the Johnson & Johnson one is coming out in a couple of months, too. And from what I've read, that looks like an even better one. Yeah, and if wherever you are, you can, if you just Google COVID vaccine, like both Jerry and I here in New Jersey, it comes right up as to how to register for it. Yeah, very and easy. And they run you through some questions. They'll ask you if you work in the healthcare, you know, because then they bump you up. Right. But you can't lie. No lying. No. Well, I guess people would. I didn't. People lie, Jerry. What is there to lie about? I guess your health, so you want to get I know, I faster. Get, like, the people that are super nervous about getting coronavirus. Let me ask you this, because I saw a lot of people on social media reference this, and I didn't even notice. Yeah. Is it true that you get moved to, like, group 1B if you're a smoker? I saw that, too. Is that That's possible? Oh, crap. I think that is possible. That doesn't seem to. I mean, okay. No. That seems like some bull crap, Jerry. That <laughs> seems a little odd to me. Yeah. But, all right, well, whatever. Total crap city. Total crap job. Or, if you want to start smoking, maybe you get bumped up. Could look at well, it that way. I guess all it takes is you tell them you're a smoker, and then when you go in, you make sure you have a cigarette before you go, and then it's in your bloodstream. Right. If you say, I'm a smoker who works on the front line with patients, you'd be really bumped up. You know what could happen, though, in that case? If somehow that got back to your insurance company, if you're not a smoker with your Fraud. life insurance policy, oh. and then all oh, of a sudden, hilarious. Oh, yeah. that would be, you could go from paying 40 bucks a month for life insurance yeah. to they'll call you and say, yeah, you want life insurance now as a smoker? Now you owe us 475 a month. Yeah. Now you smoke. I always wonder that, like when they when they when you fill out for life insurance, if you do that, they'll ask you if you're a smoker. I'm like, why can't you just lie? Nope, not a smoker. Well, no, you you can't lie because they come and do blood work and everything. Oh, really? Oh, God, yeah. For but how life do they insurance? know you're a smoker? What's that? It's in your blood, you're saying? If you smoke? Yeah. Oh, sure. No kidding. Oh, absolutely. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I always wondered how they did it. I'm like, who would admit to smoking? Matter of fact, and if you look up, because I remember asking the woman when we sat down with them for it, um, we were talking about insurance fraud. And she says, one of the if you Google, one of the funniest things you'll see is if you look up life insurance flawed. The first, one of the first, at least at the time, it came up. One of the first things that would come up would, would be to how to get you know nicotine out of your system <laughs> in three days or in three days or less or something like that. I'm going to yeah. Google that right now. I'm pretty Google sure. It. Yeah. How? Let's see. Life insurance fraud. Would it be life insurance fraud? Yeah, I like that. That sounds good. Uh, smoking. Let's see. Uh, what comes up? Yeah, here you go. Boom. First thing, can you hide smoking from your life insurance company? <laughs> <laughs> what you need to know about smoking. Right. Do I have to tell them that I smoke? Uh, bah, 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 bah. Payment denied if you lie about smoking. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of different things here. So, One of the other things that came up earlier, I was just thinking, uh, two two things you had tweeted about. Me? Yeah. Okay. One, uh, Erica Herskowitz. Yes. So she tweeted out a uh, an exchange she had with her son. Yes. Who I guess is uh, how old? He's like fourteen or I something. I think so. Yeah, I think so. And he he texted her and said, "Hey, you owe me forty bucks or something." She must uh, he must need forty sure. bucks or something, right? Sure. And she wrote back to him, "You owe me my thirties and forties and my and part of my twenties. Twenties. I thought it was funny. <laughs> you know how many people attacked me on that for saying that? Oh, that's hilarious. I thought that was funny." 
That is well, funny. well, this is what you get when you decide to have kids. It was her decision to have children. Yes. What's wrong with you? At your, I'm like, oh my god, people, it's funny. <laughs> god, it is. You know, it's funny though. About, I guess it was maybe a month ago, six weeks ago, something like that. We we all I always order a pizza and I use the it's called the Slice app. Believe it oh, or not. Oh yeah, we always wanted to use that. Is that how awesome? How is that? Absolutely tremendous. So it's just it's like a a DoorDash Uber Eats, but just for pizza. It's really you know what it is more so yeah, but it's more so almost like an organizational app because you don't pay. Well, I don't think you pay Slice anything. I don't remember now. But if you go on these to and if the the pizza place doesn't deliver, they don't deliver. You'd have to go to DoorDash for them to go get it. So for the places that deliver, you could go on their website and it'll take you right to the Slice website or the Slice app, and then you. Oh, can Slice order. is a pizza delivery that their actual store delivers it to you. Correct. It's not okay. like DoorDash where it's an independent delivery driver. Oh, okay, cool. So whatever. So every time I order pizza, once a week, once every week and a half, something like that, I always use the Slice app because I can use my debit card. I can put the tip on it. I know I hate to do that, but I do because it's just easy, and it's done. So about six, seven weeks ago, whatever it was, um, the debit card, it was not, the credit card part of it, debit card was not functional. So I could order, but it was coming for cash. Oh, that's fine. I'll pay cash. Not a big deal. So about 15 minutes go by. I'm like, you know, I ordered pizza. I don't know if I have any cash on me. So I went upstairs and I just said, my little guy, Joseph, he saves his money in a little bank, whatever. And I took out the $22 or something. I'm like, I'll give it back to you, you know, tomorrow. And I go downstairs and... And my wife's like, do you, have, you know, do you have the money for the pizza? You should be here. So I'm like, yeah, I just grabbed it from from Joseph's wallet or something. I'll put it back. I'll go to the bank. I'll put it back. And she goes, you better put it back. That's his money. I'm like, <laughs> yes, and I will put it back. And she's like, you can't be taking money from your kids. Like she's giving me a guilt trip. I said, time out a second. I said, is it me or do we not provide this child with endless amounts of food, drink, a shelter over his head, entry fees to travel baseball, travel basketball? This kid's making us go broke. If I take $22 from him and I don't get him the money back until Wednesday, he's going to survive. And she looked at me. She's like, you better put his money back. I'll put his money back. Relax. It'd be great if he sends somebody, uh, hey, you got uh, Joseph's money. (laughs) Some guy knocks on your door. You got a problem here. <laughs> There's no problem, and he got his money back. But that's why I found Erica's post so funny. Yeah, like it was these, very funny. These kids, like, uh, you uh, you owe me $10. Uh, really? Good. You owe me about $400,000. let us start there. We'll start making it a debit. I know it is funny when kids, th- when kids, when you owe kids money, they're like, they're looking for it immediately. Yes. You owe me money. Meantime, we do work and kill ourselves for 23 hours in a week, and we got to invoice and wait 90 days to get it. <laughs> uh, holy crap. You tell them, this, listen, we're going to get prepare you for the real world. You'll get your pizza money back in 90 days. <laughs> How about this one? Put so over an the, invoice. Over the weekend, I actually like to go, um, you know, I go over the game. Matthew's 16, going to be 17, so we have fun with the games. So on Saturday, I picked the two games. And we won. And so we did a two-game parlay, whatever. So I bet $50, and I won, I think I won 234 I think. Something like that. It was a pretty good hit, I thought. Or just picking the two teams with the spread? I did the spread. Yeah, I did the spreads, nice. not just money line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's so, yeah, so I got both of them. And uh, after the Bills game went final, and I yelled up, Matthew, nice hit. I said, we got, you know, Bills game went final. So my wife looks at me. She goes, oh, do you guys – you better something. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I did $50 and we won, you know, 200 and something. She goes, oh, what do you give him, Matthew? 
I said, oh, I'll give him like $40, $50, something like that. She goes, that's it? <laughs> I'm like, it, it was my $50. <laughs> I bet the money. He didn't. I said, the last six times we bet, I lost all the money and didn't collect anything from him. Like, holy God. So 50 bucks is not enough now to wager nothing. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, it sounds you sound very right. I thought that was very nice of me to give him 50 bucks. Absolutely. Holy moly. So that was another right. one. I tell you, she's cash. I tell you, she'd she's run me over with out. a car for her kids. <laughs> <laughs> she's watching out for their cash. <laughs> I like it. And good for her. And good for you. Yes, yes, yes. That's funny. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We did that earlier today on a Monday. We really broke down the NFL playoffs. Sounds good to me. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. So This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry. It's only an hour long. And most days, it doesn't suck. Especially not on a football Monday. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, we've got the Chiefs advancing, we've got the Bucks advancing, and we've got a man down in Bradley Beach known as Albert John Dukes, ready to join the program. What's up, Al? Oh, good morning, Jerry. Yes, hi. Here I am. How are you? I'm fine. I'm I'm in New York with Eddie, and Allie oh. just got here, and Boomer's here, and the oh, gang's wow. here, and, and you're home. How are so you, you? You guys are back in studio now. Yes, nice. we've been since July, yes. July? July, yes. Well, somebody's got to send me an email or something about this. <laughs> Jerry, the as you've mentioned, we've got Bucks Packers next week. We've got Bills Chiefs. I was hoping for this season. I've always been looking forward to at some point a rematch of Super Bowl One Chiefs Packers. But if Patrick Mahomes isn't playing next week, which I guess we don't really know yet, he's playing. Then take a hike. I'm not he's playing. But is he? What well, I I'm not sure what the uh, protocols are for concussion protocols. Like, if this were a regular season game, let me ask you this, Jerry. It's week it's week uh, eight. The Chiefs are uh, six and one. Uh, is he playing? Uh maybe. Yeah, I think he, I think really? he might. I think he might. I mean, I, I, I only say that because of, I only say that because the way he sprinted off the field, mm-hmm. he no doubt he was woozy. I understand he had a concussion. Smart, they kept him out. Yeah, I, I think that I think there's a good chance he plays if it's the regular season. Now, now there, he was not allowed to go back in yesterday. Is that correct? Yeah, the doctors decided no. <laughs> pretty much, get out. He was ruled out, and I thought that was good. You know what? Yeah. Absolutely, it just happened. I think with a week and time, and you know, listen. If it's severe, then no, and then he's not going to play. I just, from listening to Andy Reid uh, after the game post game, where he seemed totally normal, seemed lucid, clear, and also, again, seeing him run off the field, you will hope, and there's no such thing as a minor concussion, I know that, but you hope it's not serious, and if it's not, I, I do think he'll be out there next week. It did make yesterday's game a little more interesting because that game felt uh, I think it was like 16-3 or even at 19-3. 19-3. It was, it was like over. This, it was over, right, because the Chiefs were just humming along. Patrick Mahomes looked like 
uh, Aaron Rodgers the day before. It looked like they were playing just casual. Let me just drop back and casually sling some balls the, around the field. The only thing, though, to the contrary, is that they couldn't get the ball in the end zone. Could not get the ball in the end zone. That is correct. So that at least gave you a little bit of a hope if you were a Browns fan. And then yeah. when the ball goes to the end zone, you're like, you know what? It's not happening for them today. Right. So and, Right. And then uh, when uh, Henny comes in, it's uh, early fourth quarter. Yeah. So you did have that hole, and the, and the Browns weren't down by much at that point. So it did give you some intrigue. When Henny threw that interception in the end zone oh, at 22-17, yes. and the Browns get the ball, and they had momentum. momentum. I thought, man, all right. And my, my, here's what my thought went to. Is Henny going to be able to get the ball and get Kansas City in the field goal range? to either win, depending upon what Cleveland did with the point after, or get the game to overtime. That's what I thought we were looking at. Right. And that didn't happen because the Browns went three and out with a couple of blah plays, and then they never got the ball back. Now, a lot of people were up in arms about the fumble at the goal line uh, from the Browns. Sure. Where the ball went out of uh, the went out of bounds in the end zone and resulted in the Chiefs getting the football. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it, but I don't have a problem with it. I have more. I have a bigger problem with the catch in the Saint game. The Bucks player, I forget it was Mike Evans. I forget who it was. That not being a catch and a touchdown than I do. Good win. The ball being. Listen, you don't want to fumble the ball through the end zone. Don't reach for the pile on. Yes, yes. I mean, I, you know, you took a chance. You Agreed. got hit. You lost the ball. It happens. Right. Uh, I had tweeted out that I, I because I saw on Twitter all it was was like one after another. Worst rule in sports. Worst rule in sports. And everyone. It was the broadcasters, ex-athletes, current athletes, guys like Mr. Evan Roberts. And I thought, I actually <laughs> love this rule. So I tweeted out that I like the rule. And people are like, the most, one of the most exciting plays, you're, you're penalizing a guy for making an effort an extra effort. And to me, it's a more exciting play if you're going to make that extra effort because you could lose the ball. Yeah, it's a risk. Risk-reward, buddy. And in fact, the Browns, Stefanski says that they practice not to do that, not to dive with the ball out like that it's, because of that. And that how rule. many times have we seen guys reach, like they try to go over the pile for a first yeah. down or even at the goal line? Boy, it is. Da- you're just putting the ball out there like that. It's dangerous. Yes. So I'm with you. I, I didn't realize you had that take, but we are in lockstep on this one. I don't like the rule, but it doesn't bother me. There's a Correct. lot of rules I don't like in the NFL. Right. You know, that's one of them, but it is what it is. Right, and 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 like all rules, everyone has to play by them. So Correct. it could happen the other way around as well. Patrick yes. Mahomes could be reaching, and Patrick Mahomes is a big reach the ball out when I'm running towards the end zone kind of guy. Yeah. Smack that out of his hand and take the ball back. I don't, The rule I really don't like, I don't like, I, I mean, I'm, preaching to the choir here but the catch rule to me just is so bothersome especially when like when you're running and we're talking about reaching as long as you reach and the tip of the ball hits the white line it's a touchdown yet the guy on the bucks makes a catch two feet in with control falls down then the ball comes out it's incomplete shut up yeah because he didn't complete the play. Stop. It's just I love watching, ridiculous. I, I love watching a play like that and then remembering back to uh, Cowboys-Broncos Super Bowl. Yeah, with please. Butch Johnson's I mean, touchdown catch. They wouldn't even review that <laughs> No, in this day and age. No, no catch, no review. It's not even close. Remember he, make, remember he makes that quote-unquote catch? He gets up and he stares at the ball? Yeah. Like, what was that? Yeah, that yeah. In, uh, in this day and age of football, not a catch. So interesting, yesterday, Jerry, I, I wanted to run the, the dog out for a little urination before Brown's Chiefs, and while I'm walking the dog out, you text me and go, uh, my uh, Chiefs-Browns game is blacked out. Yeah, I was so bothered by this. 
Yeah, so I said, all right, Jerry, well, let me check when I get home, uh, see what's going on here. So I get home, put the TV on. There it is. I'm laughing at you silently (laughs) laughing at you. I'm like, what kind of fugazi cable does Jerry have? And I text you, I go, I got it here, Jerry. The minute I hit send, my TV froze. (laughs) How long were you out out for? It froze. It went black. Well, I immediately went to the NFL app. Okay. And I was able to watch it there. And then it, it would come back and then go then freeze, then go back out. But I would say by by definitely midway through the first quarter, it, it was back and never went out again. See, I didn't have an issue once it came. Once it came back, it was back. But so I, because, you know, with these COVID days, you can't do anything. You're not seeing anybody. So we're stuck in the house. I got, you know, one of my sons is playing video games. Another one was watching basketball. He was going to go to the football game once. the I don't know what basketball game he was watching. But when that ended, he was going to the football game. So I'm like, that's fine. I'll watch, I'll watch the first quarter. I decide to bring a TV up from the basement, you know, and I'm like, I can just watch it in the kitchen. That's fine. Not a big deal. So I hook it up, and I bring the – it's Fios that I have. It's not some Fugazi I thought you had cable. some, like, Fugazi no, streaming I have service. Fi- I, well, I have all sorts of things, but we have Fios. So I bring the wireless Fios box down, and, you know, I click it on it, and channel, I guess, 5 was, the, was on previously. No problem. It's on. Go down to four, fine. Go to two, nothing. I'm like, what? What? And like, nothing. I'm like, come on. So I reset it, restart it, nothing. I'm like, all right. Now I go to, as you would call it, the Fugazi outdoor antenna, which I use on the deck. Gets two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven, no problem. Plug that in. Turn the TV back on. Nothing on channel two. I'm like, wow, come so on. This even is on weird. Your antenna. Yes. Channel school. two, where I lived, there was no game. I could not find it. So then I went to my NFL app as well and put it on. And next thing I knew, the, t- the game popped up because I left the TV on. And, so, and then it was fine. I had no issues the rest of the day. But I probably missed at least half of the first quarter. I had to have. I went up to the roof of my condo building with a pair of rabbit ears. <laughs> had that work out uh, for you. <laughs> good tinfoil rabbit ears, and I ran a wire down to my uh, unit. So I was I, able to catch it. You know, I used to do that back in the day, not go up to the roof, but I used to do the whole aluminum foil antenna thing yeah. because where I lived, if I put Channel 3 on, I could get Philadelphia CBS. And a lot of times, because the Giants and Jets would be on, the Cowboy game would be the national game everywhere else, and I could watch the Cowboys through the snow from nice. Philadelphia Channel 2. So I didn't go on the roof like you did yesterday, but pretty close. And how about the cojones on Andy Reid? You know, I'm letting... tired of this. Oh, is this right? No, no, letting... great. It's awesome what he did because I believe you do that. I think when you've got a chance to, when you need a foot or a yard to win the game and end it. Was it was inches, though, right? Was I, it, was it was it inches. inches. I think fourth you go for it. And that was creative what he did. I'm not saying anything to the contrary. But I find it hilarious that everybody's out there. Boy, what a call. That was unbelievable. Boy, Tony what Romo stones. was going crazy. Unreal. Meantime, if he doesn't get it and he rolls him out there, we're going to be sitting here this morning oh, yeah. saying, how do you roll out a backup quarterback that hasn't played ever in a playoff <laughs> game and do that? Right or wrong, Al? Correct. You'd so, say you've got all you've got these running backs that were running the moving the ball. We're a bunch of Give bozos in the media. We really are. <laughs> I mean, we it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> you bozos. Because if it doesn't go well, we murder right. the guy. Right. I, I mean, come on. How many? T- there was a game. I'll never forget this. There was a game. Cowboys Eagles in in Philadelphia. 
and Aikman was playing, and Emmett was the running back, and they had those um, that amazing offensive line. I don't remember what year it was. It was somewhere in the mid nineties, and the Ca- and Barry Switzer was the coach, and the Cowboys were down by like six points or something in the fourth quarter. They had a fourth and one from their own thirty five yard line, and I remember sitting there watching, saying, "Go for it! You got to go for it!" And he went for it, and the Eagles stopped him, and they buried him in the papers and all that the next day. And yet, if he gets it. Oh, boy, that's some stones. Right. I mean, come on. Uh, we're a bunch of sheep, really. I did like that Chad Henney, and this is, I guess, why you have a veteran quarterback, a guy has been there a long time, not that he's played a ton, but he looked relaxed. He, he did. Didn't look, he didn't look like the moment was bigger than him. I mean, listen, he came in with a lead, so he was just protecting a lead. And to me, I just kept thinking, like, run the ball, kill the clock, stay in bounds, all this stuff. But then, yeah, then he throws that pick in the end zone. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. It was, a bad, it was a bad throw, too. And he didn't have to do it in that spot. Right. It didn't make much sense to me. And I actually do like, I know it was Amy coming in, Amy Lawrence listening to her, or maybe it was one of the TV shows last night where I thought of you immediately, where they say, career professional backup quarterback. Yes. And I was like, that's Al. Now, yes. my only question to you would be, would you have wet yourself if you came into that game? That was a big yeah. spot yesterday. I'd been like, holy, yeah, that was a huge spot. You had that uh, backup coming in. Then you had, uh, in the Ravens game, Lamar Jackson getting knocked out. Yeah, I felt like that game was over, though, anyway, at that point. that's true. They had no juice. But that said, they had no chance when he went out. But that game was over. And then we saw this only very briefly on television for the Chiefs-Browns game. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, this was a weird one. Appeared to, well, didn't appear. He shoved his receivers coach, Greg Lewis. Now, some people said it was like a bro shove. Like It looked bad, though. Yeah. But you're like, right, because when they came back, Nance showed it. And then Lewis kind of runs out of the shove, and then he's laughing. Yeah. So I guess it is, but Tyreek Hill looked mad. Yes. So I don't know. I'm with you on this one. I I, I don't know. Maybe the coach didn't want to escalate things there, so he tried to laugh it off like it was a bro push. It might have been. It might have been. And then he goes and makes the catch to end the game. It's like when you get together with your bros, Jerry. You might, When you guys are laughing, you might shove one of them. Well, my bro is you a lot bigger that. than I am, so I don't think I'd move you him. Don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't have a bro. I don't think so. That's, yes, that you, have, you have sisters. I have two sisters, yeah. What do you call them, Saws? Uh, Saws, yep. <laughs> Let's take a break. We're just getting started. There's a lot going on over the weekend, including the Jets with the new head coach, as we know. There was a fake trade made, as at least we found out with the Yankees, but they also made some signings. So we got a lot to do. We're just getting started. And then Boomer and Geo on a big football Monday on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, the cool show for 2021. Yeah, that's right. 522, we are just getting started. A lot to do today. Very busy Monday, holiday Monday, MLK Day. Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock. Where else do you want to go here, Al? You want to talk well, about 
the other football game yeah. or games? Yeah, well, let's do a little Bucks Saints from last night, since yeah. that's the one freshest in most people's minds. If By that way, was, not a great game. Exactly, not a great game. It's actually boring. Yeah, and at one point it was they showed a stat on TV. This is like late enough in the game that it shouldn't have been showing. the The two quarterbacks had a combo- were under two hundred fifty yards passing total. Well, they only the two f- of them. They only finished with like what two and one third. Uh, not much. Three thirty five. It was nothing. Yeah, and if that was Drew Brees' final game, I mean, he threw three picks. Not good. Uh, that was no. not good. No, the, the reason they lost Ooh. were the turnovers and the turnovers turning yeah. into touchdowns. That's right. That having been said, here we go. Tom Brady in his, I, this is amazing, his 14th conference championship game. Yeah, someone let me get the correct amazing. name on Twitter. This is a Coco Haters on Twitter, Jerry. Coco says, Haters? Yeah, he's written to us before. That's the name of his softball team, I think. Uh, great thing about next week, we are guaranteed a veteran quarterback versus a young stud quarterback in the Super Bowl. That's, yeah. How about that? How about that? Yeah. I think we're getting a uh, Super Bowl one rematch. That's what I'm hoping for. Unless the Bucks are going to wear their throwback uniforms. I think the Bucks uniforms. are going to win. I actually think Tampa's going to go in there and win. You do? I don't, Into Lambeau? I love Aaron Rodgers. I just don't think they're... I don't think they're a great team. They're good. I think their offense is really good. They're but are good. the Bucks a great team, Jerry? Uh, no, but I think I, – I don't know why. I like Here's – the one thing Brady hasn't done is play a Super Bowl in his home stadium. Nor has that ever been done, right, Jerry? Right. So That's why not right. have him be the first one to do it? Well, and, normally we love to talk about that. That I haven't even really heard that come up. Um, I feel like it's been a story. Really? Yeah, I do, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Who you are don't. you listening to? Uh, I heard yesterday, I heard David Deal and Moose talk about it. David Deal? Yeah. David he Deal and Moose. He played for the Giants. He did. He did. Now, I, one other thing, quickly, just because yeah. listening to that show and other shows, I always love this narrative. Well, the Saints are not going to lose because they don't want Drew Brees to go out like that. Yeah. I mean, can we stop with that? Once oh. the game starts, all that stuff goes out the window. Yeah, he probably went out like that. Yeah, he did go out like that. See ya. No, Jay Glazer's reporting he's retiring. Done deal, but uh, Drew Brees says everybody's he's gonna, been reporting that he's retiring. He's going to. Well, they're giving credit to Jay Glazer. Well, I saw that on the Fox show yesterday, yeah. and Jay Glazer's like, "I believe that this is it for him." Yeah. Okay. You know how many other people have said that? Many. And then Kurt Menefee goes, "Wow, thanks for the breaking news." Like Ooh. with serious face. Breaking like, news. I could go ask ten football fans right now if they think he's retiring. Ten of them are going to say yes. They no, all broke Drew- news. Drew Brees says he's going to take some time to think about a lot of things, Sherry. I don't know if you saw this video that went around. A lot of people uh, tweeted it out. At the end, uh, somebody shot video from a bit of a distance away, so they weren't right there. Uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady on the field after the game in their in their casual clothing, not in their football clothing, out there with uh, Drew Brees' family. They hugged it out. They were chatting. And then uh, Drew Brees' young son wanted Brady to throw him a pass. And another, probably his other son, was covering him. And Brady threw this sweet pass into the end zone. Touchdown. Breeze kid over Breeze kid. Nice. It was nice. It was a touch. People saw it as a touching moment, Jerry, between two veterans who've put their bodies on the line for the NFL. Nice way to go out. See you. And here they are hugging. (laughs) Here they are hugging it out, Jerry. Would Brady have done that if he lost? No. Brady would have been out of here. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> he would have he would have been peeling out in the Superdome parking lot. 
<laughs> get me back to Tampa. I want to get on the boat. <laughs> yeah, I want to get on the boat. Uh, how about this take, Jerry, by uh, Kurt Warner? You're familiar with Kurt Warner. Now he's a broadcaster. He quarterbacked the Rams and the Cardinals, and he had a cup of coffee with I the New York Jets. I semi-agree with what you're about to say, but not, not for these rounds of the playoffs. So, uh, in, in talking Bills-Ravens, Bills beat the Ravens 17-3. Uh, their kicker, Justin Tucker, did not have a good game. He doinked two thing, two kicks off of the uh, uprights. Yeah, that wind was wild in Buffalo there. That was, was pretty wild good. Wild stuff, Jerry. Uh, but Kurt Warner says he believes all NFL playoff games should be played indoors. Now, I disagree with that, but I do think because all of the wind. I do believe all Super Bowls should be played either indoors or in a warm weather city. That I'll agree with. That I I've always believed that because you know the playoffs you earn that home field advantage, and if you don't want to go play in Buffalo, be better, right? And be better than them, and then you don't have to go there. But when you get to the Super Bowl, I've always thought, and we haven't had many cold weather Super Bowls. We haven't, but we have had a couple now. I do believe you want, you know, pristine conditions. You want the best team to win. Yes. You know, like I don't, and, and listen, if you have a Super Bowl in Miami like they did the one year and it rained, you can't control that, but you're giving at least your best chance to have good weather and good conditions. Like I wouldn't want, for instance, you know how the Chargers usually go to cold weather cities and they stink? Mm-hmm. Like would you want the Chargers to be a great team and then you have a Super Bowl in, you know, outdoors in New York again or New Jersey nope. again and it's 22 degrees and snowing and you got the Chargers playing let's say the Bills well that couldn't be the case but you get my give me a give me a cold weather it's like the Packers yeah. they're used to it like I don't I want them I want them in a good in a good facility in good weather but in the playoffs absolutely not I think Kurt Warner's wrong about that well even if you go to a good like with the Super Bowls in Tampa this year they could get big ass thunderstorm but there like I said everything. you're at least giving you I think you're giving yourself the best chance though for good weather by putting them in a climate that is nice it's going to happen. I don't want it. I don't want them all inside. I don't. I don't like the dome games. Me neither. Um, I also, I thought the Buffalo Bills defense did a nice job on uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I kind of felt like he looked confused. They back suffocated there. him. Yeah, like, and I, I, I was watching the. I was really breaking it down, Jerry. He's breaking down film here. Yeah, sure. There were plays yeah, where you just become. Be, be proud. Be proud, because mm-hmm. I will now compare you to Paul Dettino. Mm-hmm. You're just like film. Paul, you break down film. I was breaking down film. What I was noticing, because I was very intrigued on how the Bills' defense was keeping Lamar Jackson from running all over the place or throwing the ball. And I watched when when guys were rushing in, and, the, and these were like even linebackers that, that were rushing, when they would get to where they were pursuing Lamar when he was still in the pocket, they didn't go right at him. They backed off a little bit in anticipating him running out of the pocket. Yeah. Even you don't want to take was... a bad angle like they did in Tennessee yes. last week. Yeah, so he'd be dropping back there in the pocket, and you'd see a, a defender from the Bills right there, and I'm like, why is that guy not going for the sack? He was waiting for him to go to the outside. Right, because you can live with a yard or two. You can't live with 40. Right. And then I heard some one of the announcers say that Lamar Jackson, when he was at – was he at Louisville? He played Louisville? That he was uh, a pocket passer. I can't even imagine that. Why? Now. He throws because a beautiful football. He does, but he, he's so... Uh, like, when he's back there, he's constantly moving. Like, too much. Like, he, he's... he. I feel like he's always looking for the run. 
And he's yeah. not he's not a patient pocket I think passenger. He's and ready. I broke down film like I mentioned. I think he, you didn't break down anything. I think he's ready to go when the opportunity presents itself, but I don't yeah. think unless it's a designed play, I don't think he's looking to run. I really don't. I think he's looking to throw the ball down the field. That's what I I, th- I like when he throws the ball downfield. Yeah. And we like that. And he uh he had a tough game the other night. The Bills had a good plan. I agree with you. That was very well done by them. Yeah, very well done. And now they are one win away from the Super Bowl. One win away. Well, they got to be hoping that Patrick Mahomes is not going to, you know, is concussed. No, Probably no one, nice no one thing, is hoping for that. No one hopes that? No. All right. You know, it's funny because watching the game yesterday and he go, Mahomes goes out and the Browns have all the momentum and everything. I was watching the game with my son and I said to him, he goes, man, the, the Browns caught a break here if they come out. I'm like, no doubt. And if you win, you're never giving it back. You win, you move on. But there's a part of you, I would think, would be like, you kind of want to beat him with Mahomes out there. Because you don't want anybody to say, yeah, but you won because Mahomes got hurt. Right. Like You want to beat him because you beat him. But they didn't. They didn't even beat him with any. The Mahomes hit did not even look hard enough for a concussion. But sometimes things just hit weird. See, it's it's funny you say that, too, because Nance was like, oh, there's no question about it. That's a concussion when you see the hit. I'm with you. I thought he got like his head ripped or, you know, like I thought it was more a neck injury than it was like I was waiting for the big collision, helmet to helmet or yes. something, or a knee to the head. And I didn't, unless there was a different angle, I didn't see that. You never know how something hits, though. Like when things don't look right. like a big hit, and then other things where you like, and a, 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 like a receiver coming across the middle gets drilled helmet to helmet, he gets right up and yeah. walks to the side. Like, well, how did that guy even get up? I remember Aikman got a concussion once. It was nothing more than like a hand that hit his helmet on a pass rush. I was like, you got concussed from that? But you're right. You don't know what it hits, where it hits at the moment it hits. Very delicate. And then, yeah, a guy gets destroyed in live action, and you're like, oh my God, is he going to get up? And now as you get up, he's yeah. ready for the next play. Right. Dust himself off. What do you think, Jerry? The uh, the the best play of the weekend was the Bills' hundred one yard interception return. That was that pretty was good. Pretty awesome. That yeah. You know what? That I'll tell you what 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 could have been the best play of the weekend was the punt returner for the Saints on the oh, punt yes. return. They got called back on yeah. a crappy call. The way he just bounced off. And there's another thing with tackling. It is amazing how guys at the NFL level do not wrap up. They just think the collision is going to knock the guy down. Yeah, that and looked like when Carl Banks tried to uh, sack again with Randall, Randall Cunningham. Cunningham. Boy, you go back to the well Same a couple thing. of times, don't you? He drilled him right in the thighs. You would <laughs> yes, think that's a that, but you don't at, need to wrap up. But with at least drill Randall Cunningham kind of he kind of moved his body back, looking to sort of avoid the contact. The guy yesterday on the Saints got clobbered and just bounced off him like a rubber ball. And Eddie reminded me in my ear another great play from uh, the weekend was the Jameis Winston flip flip gimmick. Yeah. Touchdown pass. I yeah, like that. That was fine. That was fine. I like that how wide open that dude was. Like, don't you think, though? So he comes into the game, and my first thought was, <laughs> right. all right, he's coming in for some gadget play. Yeah. Why else are right. you taking Drew he's, Brees off the field? Right. Guess what? He's not going to be a wide receiver on this. Yes. I, I was surprised they got burned by that. Four guys run with, with uh, Alvin Kamara. Like, uh, right. guys, there's other guys on the field here. Yeah, so. that dude was wide open. That was pretty – yeah, it was, uh, that was interesting that uh, he threw the touchdown pass. Well, you know what they say, as you would say, good for him. Hey, good for you. Happens in a loss. 535, it's a Monday morning. Boomer and Geo at the top. Don't go away. More to do on the fan. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry, 2021. You're still not listening to outdated 2020 shows, are you? I got to redo all these things yeah, again, Jerry. Terrible. I mean, he's he's he, he's not into it. I need him to be like pumped up. It's re- that one stunk though. <laughs> I mean, it's enough. It's like January 18th. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I got to delete that one. Yes, that one sucks. Eddie, that one delete. <laughs> the problem is they're on like again. a. They're on in the at what we call in the radio business, Jerry, a rotating cart. So, yeah, we cannot. I suppose that. we could. I, I do not have the power. I don't have access. Really? To he, I miss carts. We yeah. don't allow Eddie that type of power. He, who knows what he would do with it, uh, Jerry? If if Eddie had the power to delete things like that. Uh, I suppose, but if you look at Eddie's folder, he doesn't delete much. No, he does not. No, he does not. He saves everything for the perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, a man who got, I think, the sweetest job that was available, head coach of the uh, uh, L.A. Chargers, Brandon Staley. Yeah. Never heard of you. Yeah, I know. Never heard of this guy. That was not exactly what we thought. And he's going to go there with Justin Herbert, and he's probably going to be good. He might be. He's a defensive coordinator, I believe. Why would you get a defensive guy? Because they got feel like Justin they have Herbert. the quarterback already. Oh, <laughs> maybe they feel like they got the offense settled. No, oh, okay. stop somebody. I, I don't know. see what you're saying. I don't know. I I, I really thought the Chargers were going to make a big splash head coaching wise. Yeah, I really thought they were getting Eric Bieniemy. I thought that guy wants, uh, you know, Eric Bieniemy wants a quarterback knows yeah. how to do it with the uh, uh, what's his name, Jerry? Quarterback? Justin Herbert. No, no, the other Whoa, the guy on Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes? He knows how to get it done with a guy like Mahomes. He could just switch that right over to Justin Herbert. Now, is it Bien- enemy that makes that call at the end? Now, I know Reed goes for it. That's his decision to go for it. But is that enemy that makes that play call? I kept seeing everywhere that that was enemy. Okay. Cool. Sleeping with enemy. That's what... Uh, the guy on ESPN it used to say amazing. when he was a player. So think of this. You've got Brandon Staley's going to get the job with the Chargers. Yes. You've got Dan Campbell is going to be the head coach of the Lions. Boring. Now, Sala, I think, was a big name. So I, the fact that he got the Jet job to me makes total sense. But you look at some of these positions that were filled, and Biennemi doesn't get one. It's weird. And I do think because of the Chiefs and the big run, I do think that's part of it. I do think teams stay away from it. Like, you know what? We can hire him, but guess what? We're not going to see him until after February 7th. Right. When right now all these teams are starting their work now. You almost lose three weeks. I remember I remember Bill Belichick said once, you know, when the season ended, like, what are your plans? And he was like, well, we'll start working on next season. Like, what do you mean? Already? Every day you lose, people are getting ahead of you. Now, he would right. take his vacation time, but they had work to do now. So, I don't – to me, I think that's why he doesn't get a job. He's too good, Jerry, is what you're saying. His teams are too good I, that uh, that he's still playing, so he can't come in for in-person interviews. Uh, yes, and I believe if you—well, I don't know about that. You can do the in-person interview on your off day. You can fly where you have to go, I think, on Tuesday or whatever the all-mandated off day is. So you can do that. 
but you're you're not going to have him until their run is over, and everybody expects the Chiefs to be playing on Super Bowl Sunday, which is late, February 6th, and that means he's not walking through the doors until February 7th as your head coach, and it puts him behind the eight ball. It really does. And then I saw something which uh, a guy that I hadn't heard mentioned anywhere this year. Of course, we heard about him every year prior to this, but Josh McDaniels is going to interview with the Eagles. Okay. I hadn't seen him interview anywhere. Me neither. Well, I mean, they wanted to interview Kellen Moore. I mean, they're interviewing everybody. Yeah, but I thought Josh McDaniels was waiting for Bill. available. Well, I saw he is interviewing (laughs) for the Seahawks offensive coordinator job. I thought he didn't want to work. Well, maybe he just wants to, you know, just worry about the offense. That's what I'd want to do. I know. Well, you know, you want one position. Like, you want to be the fullback coach. Fullback coach would Most be awesome. Most teams don't even have a fullback, but you want to be the fullback coach. Yes, fullback coach. It'd be like, every once in a while, I'd be like, yeah, I guess you're blocking on this play again, it looks like. Al Dukes, long snapper coach. <laughs> no, it would be bad, like, if I was the fullbacks coach and we got down to the goal line and the co- and the offensive quarter called in a uh, a fullback run, I'd be like, oh, crap. <laughs> we got nothing ready. <laughs> <laughs> if, if my guy fumbles the ball or doesn't get in here, they're going to be looking at me. I'd be like, we, we barely get the ball. By the way, is there a worse play in football than the fullback dive? Yeah, I hate that. Just hand it off and hope he gets half a yard. <laughs> it's so boring. Although I kind of like the play where they've got the where they need like a foot or something, right? And they've got a fullback and then the running back behind the fullback, and the you I think formation. the yeah, and you think the fullback's gonna block, and instead he gets the ball. Yeah, it's still, but it's still a play That's that goes cool. nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and you have a better chance of the quarterback falling forward and pushing the pile than the fullback because that time it takes you to turn and hand off the defensive line can get a push. Yeah, that that move though, where the quarterback just takes the snap and dives forward, you've got to be th- like, you've got to get that snap and get it secured. You do, but this while is what do. you're moving forward, but look at how many of those we saw. Forget the weekend that we saw yesterday. Yeah, happens there were a lot. so many. I mean, Baker Mayfield needed a you know half a yard, no problem. You know, you had uh, you had Brady doing, it, you had Breeze doing it. It's like it's, it's I don't know how you stop it. Part of me yesterday was rooting, or yeah, yesterday was rooting for the Browns. I would have loved to see I like was not. Browns Bills That's in the, the championship. That's cool. The, I don't want to see the Browns. That's the cool for football. No thanks. Nah. But we do get uh, we do get Bills Chiefs. Now these games are set both on Sunday, Jerry. So we don't get Saturday games, which stink. Yeah, three and six thirty. Is that when they? Yeah, are? Yeah, uh, Bucks Packers at three o five, and Bills Chiefs at six forty. Yep. That's nice. exciting. That yeah, it's a it's a good championship Sunday setup. Yeah, I say the game with the least buzz, like to talk about after the games. Like the weekend's over. Four Are we games. done with cool games? No, because next weekend is uh, championship games. We'll but do cool only games. Two games. Well, hopefully, I don't uh, listen right now. I'm not sure if these are cool games. It's going to be a short segment. We don't know if Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is playing. If he's not, guess what? That's not a cool game. I Jerry. agree, but he's going to play. And the, we you know, don't the know Chiefs will yet. do all week. They're going to be like, well, we don't know. We have no We're idea. We're not sure. And you know he's going to play. Plus, you know what? I was just thinking, too. Prior to his concussion, he was limping around, too. So he's yes. got something going on with his leg. Yes. And that's when he got up slowly. I thought he really hurt his ankle. That's what I thought. Or the leg or whatever the injury was. I yeah. thought he really aggravated that further. Turf and my toe. thought was, oof. Is that what it was? Yeah. Now, I, if I'm the Buffalo Bills and he plays, I I'm go going. I go for the toe when I rip the toe. Shut up. Yeah, Jerry, I'm Stop going. I'm, I'm just saying, I, you got to have the mind of a wrestler. Pro wrestler, you get Ric Flair to come in there up to Buffalo. He'd love I think to go Greg to Buffalo. Greg Williams had the mind of a wrestler, and he got suspended for a year. 
and you work <laughs> the leg. You work the toe, Jerry. And well, you then would be a terrible coach. You work the toe. Like on, right, on hits to Patrick Mahomes, you just like when, when you're getting up, work, you step on do, his toe. Then what do we do? We just you got it. You got to make it work. Get somebody who's got some balls, Jerry. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah, get some get some scrub player that you don't need. You get him to stomp on the toe. He gets thrown out of the game, and you're like, I would have. Ro- he was he went rogue. I don't know what to tell you. He went rogue. Speaking of going rogue, did you notice? Was it just me noticing the? Tampa Bay offensive lineman with the long hair going after the long hair guy with the Saints. <laughs> oh, long hair guy fight! Did you see that? I did see that. Now that you mention it, I didn't. I didn't take into account at the time it was a long haired guy fighting a long haired guy. Like on three separate occasions, these guys oh. were going at one another after the whistle. It was like long hair on long hair crime. They're probably like, "Your hair sucks." No, man, your hair sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what it was, <laughs> but I was going to say that that Packer game was the least, like, of, of the games of the weekend. Yeah, that had the least post buzz. It lived up to the no hype. <laughs> it did live up to no hype. It did. We, we if you if you go back to cool games from yeah. Friday. That was the one uncool game. I remember I said, I can't believe I'm going to say this because it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But I'm sorry. It just doesn't, there's nothing to it to me. It was not a cool game. It wasn't. And I think we nailed it. It wasn't. Now that uh, Robert Sala is here, Jerry, he sees, quote, untapped potential in Sam Darnold. But I also saw some buzz now that he's coming from San Francisco. Do the Jets have interest in Jimmy Garoppolo now? I would think they probably will. Really? I think it's possible. He's oh, man, that guy would be a, but He'd be a hit here. I'm Jerry, he's handsome. Really, I've also read the Patriots want him back per, per, uh, potentially. Is that right? It's possible. You know what? If I was Jimmy Garoppolo, I'd say to the Patriots, you got rid of me. Now I'm rejecting you. I'm going to the Jets. You could do that and then go burn the Pats for the rest of your career. That would be awesome. Although Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't great in San Francisco either. No. Let me ask you this. So is Jared Goff done in L.A.? That seems like they're going to discuss it, Jerry, this Interesting. Postseason. Hey, Al, where was he drafted? Jared Goff? I have no idea. Probably number one. Number one overall. Mm. So, just saying. Is this Corey Kluber any good, uh, Jerry? <laughs> two tie, Two-time Cy Young Award he, winner. He the, wa- the Yankees got him. Is he still good or is he old and outdated uh, now? Man, listen, has he had a great career? Yes. What Uh-oh. will he give you this year? I don't know. I mean, he's Ooh, playing that, on a one-year deal. That doesn't sound good. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm I, What I'm saying is the notion of is this guy good? Yeah, that's my question. <laughs> he has been outstanding. I know historically, <laughs> but are we getting him on the back end? This is And by we, I mean Yankee fans, not me. I'm a Met fan. But we, as a collective Yankee fan listening, are we getting him on the down slide? Potentially. Uh-oh. No, potentially. But I think we, I think you're going to get the best of him. I do. Like the Foo Fighters saying. Yes. Is someone getting the best, best of me. The, yes. best, the best, the best of you. Yes. Or me. Is it best of me? The best of me. Something like that. Is someone getting the best, the best but he, you know, when you look at where he's at, he's been around for, it's got to be nine, ten years or so. Mm-hmm. He's had some absolutely great years. Now, last year, I don't know where the hell he was last year. He wasn't with the Indians last year, and I'm blanking on where he was. But, I mean, Corey Kluber. Google that. Corey, I should do that, too. i got the computer here. Hold no, on. No, I'm doing it. 
Corey. Uh, Corey Kluber, Corey Kluber. Let's see. Yeah, all right, I got Kluber. it here. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his Corey years, Kluber. 14, 16, uh, 17, 8, I mean, outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. So we'll see. He's got to go prove it. He's got to, at this point, he's got to be, how old you say Corey Kluber is? 32? I just looked. He's born in 86. Okay. So, is so a, what's he? Um, I said 32. He's 35. 35. Yeah. So, I mean, he's definitely on the back end, but that doesn't mean that he won't be an outstanding signing for them. It's a one-year deal. You, you really have nothing to lose, quite frankly. Whenever nothing. I go to somebody's Wikipedia page, as I just did for Corey Kluber, I go right to personal life. Okay. Nothing uh, salacious here. It says uh, Kluber and his wife Amanda have three children. They reside in Winchester, Massachusetts. <laughs> Normally, this is where you get like he's been convicted of this crime. He's rumored to have done this. This guy's got nothing on his record. But no dice, huh? Nothing. He just is a two-line personal part of uh, Wikipedia. All right. I, I always do that with Wikipedia. Before I'm about to say somebody's a good guy or something, I'm like, he, he seems like a good guy. I'll, I'll quickly look at their Wikipedia then and go to the personal. Not such a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I'll look. Let me back away from that. Uh, we got to run here. It's uh, coming up on 5.53. We've got Boomer. We'll come up and come back and wrap things up, and then Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now, a Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence talking about a quarterback delivering when most needed. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, just a couple minutes here. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. You got the Bucks advancing. You got the, the Chiefs advancing. The Knicks won yesterday. What else you got, Al? Somehow a fat James Harden showed up to the Nets looking slimmer. and I dropped. think he looked that slim. Dropped 30 points, Jerry. It's football Monday oh, wow. on this day that we remember the late Dr. Martin Luther King.